DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Time to bring in the radio voice of the Utah Jazz, David Locke, presented by the Murdoch Auto Group. David, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? How many years have you guys been doing this? Uh, 18. Wow, that's awesome. Must be nice to have veterans like yourself leading the way every morning for everyone. (laughs) Uh, we like it. I don't know how everybody else feels about it, but we're totally in favor of it. In a un- in a unique time, it's probably very comforting for people to have you every morning and this level of regularity and knowledge and know that you're that you're here. I think it's great. You're doing great things, DJ. Thank you. So you ready PK, for the- you t- TK? You too. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, man. So uh, one story that the NBA, uh, there are people who don't want the NBA to come back, some unnamed agents and uh, unnamed uh, executives, whoever they are, led to a whole storm of, no, 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 they're coming back stories. So uh, which one are you buying more? Um, I think I've been pretty consistent on this. I don't know when, if I said it last week on your show or not, but I've been kind of, I haven't really staked my my flag in the ground entirely, but I, I do feel pretty strongly that um, I'm pretty optimistic that there's going to be a conclusion of the regular season. I don't exactly know how that's going to work. You know, I, there was a story this week, the Warriors don't anticipate partaking, and there's a whole discussion there of, like, are you really trying to reduce the amount of people so maybe teams that are out of it don't come back? I don't, I don't know that, but um, here's my thought process, and and – uh, I'll walk you through it, and then uh, since I kind of voiced this for the first time, a lot of things have happened that back it up, so I feel more comfortable today sharing it than I have in the past. In the past, it's really been you know very speculative on my end. There seems to be a little bit more comments coming out of different places where this backs up. So you actually start backwards. So start with the 2021 season, so next year. And, and I think that's the most important season to the NBA right now. That's the one that they would like to pull off with as much normalcy as possible. Um, this one's already been damaged. So I don't think we're starting that season in a quest to have normalcy any sooner than the first regular season game being December 18th. Um, And then I think you play an opening week with a big Christmas celebration and you're on your way. And we've talked about this a lot, that that's something that I think the NBA is really curious about seeing what happens if they go from December to August. So, Understanding that, that December 18th is probably somewhere around there. I'm picking that date randomly, but it's a Friday night a week before Christmas is the opener. Um, then I don't think training camp has to open until uh, the Monday after Thanksgiving. If training camp doesn't have to open the mon- until the Monday after Thanksgiving, then you don't have to finish the regular season until late September. And then the players get 60 days before they come back. Um, and you frankly don't have to give them 60, but 60 would be nice, right? That would be ideal. If that's the case and you don't have to finish the finals until late September, you don't actually have to start this thing again until middle of July and really probably don't have to be at camp until July 1 or maybe even as late as July 4. That just gives the NBA two months more to work to get this thing so they figure out how they're going to do it, and I'm optimistic that they're going to be able to figure out a way to do it. Now, Let's be honest, we're in Utah where things have gone well. Our officials jumped on it pretty early. Summit County particularly jumped on it and deserved great accolades. Angela Dunn's been amazing. Um, the work of Jenny Wilson and Aaron Mendenhall and cahoots with Governor Herbert have been 
you know, fabulous in Salt Lake County and Salt Lake City. And so we're feeling something very different than when I talked to people in California. I was talking to Ben Golliver the other day for our Lockdown NBA episode, and they'd had more deaths in the day than we've had in the entire state the entire time in just Los Angeles. So where you are across the country, I think, is dictating your feel on this more so than we probably realize in Utah. And our feeling here is we're returning to some level of normalcy and it feels as though we've flattened the curve and that things are heading the right direction. Uh, There are places where that is certainly not the case right now. And so I think you have to be a little cautious with my optimism because it doesn't take a lot to derail what I'm talking about. But I do think we'll play in July and I think we'll play through September and I think we'll tip off December, you know, 17th or 18th for the 2021 season. Right on. Yeah, I'll sign up for that. That's awesome news. Thank you for being a ray of sunshine instead of more doom and gloom. I hate that. I want to hear good things. Even if The it's interesting fake. one is I'm hearing that the NHL is considering the same thing, which I just and so which I just didn't I thought the NHL was in trouble because I thought I didn't think they'd be willing to start their second their next season in December. Um, but it does. I mean, there's two parts to it, right? Here's the irony of all of it. One of the reasons the NBA would like to start their season in December, and this is like, here, I'm up DJ's alley. Like, this is, PK, you'll laugh, because this is like DJ stuff. Like, we've always heard, (laughs) this doesn't happen by accident. You don't just do this, right? We've all heard DJ say this like a million times. feels very good. So uh, the week before Rudy tests positive in Oklahoma City, the we play the Celtics. While we're playing the Celtics, the Sloan Conference actually goes off, which in retrospect is kind of crazy. Um, at the Sloan Conference, which is the analytics analytics sports conference, the owner of one of the owners of the Atlanta Hawks presents a paper about how the NBA should move their schedule starting in December and running through August because it would be better for them TV ratings-wise, fan engagement, avoid the NFL, compete with baseball with a different type of sport, better for the TV networks, a whole litany of reasons why and analyzes it. Do you think that, DJ, that doesn't happen by accident? It doesn't happen by accident, David. So I think, you know, it was something that was being bantied about and had been floated as an idea publicly, ironically enough, 10 days before, seven days before the league shut down, the idea of going to this new schedule because it would move you away from football and be better for the league anyway. It's a pretty radical change, but here's your opportunity to do it. And then as we've talked about before, I think you do it and then feel it. And if you need to start December 1st, the next year you do that. And if you need to start, you know, November 15th, the next year you do that, you just start to find where the the right point is. But I think everyone kind of agrees that October 16th is not necessarily the right time for the league to compete with the NFL for three months. Final note on that of interest, sorry, very long-winded, is the irony of this could be that both the NHL and the NBA alter their schedules to avoid football, and then college football happens in the spring, right in the middle of when they're playing. Yeah, for one year. Right. So are there any teams that are built to, uh, or will it all be even, are there teams that are built to have an advantage as they come back? Is there any team you think, or, or some team that's built to have a disadvantage as they come back? Well, I think the, there's, so the team that has the advantage, I would say, is the Lakers, because LeBron's just older, and he's the oldest one playing, and so he's healthiest. I think the 76ers have an advantage, because Ben Simmons was having a back injury, and he returns. I would say that Houston has an advantage because of the fact that they um, 
uh, James Harden was clearly injured in some capacity, as, and they were not playing well. Uh, I'd say Oklahoma City has an advantage because Chris Paul will be fresh and he's older. And I honestly would say we have a huge disadvantage when we just have shown no no ability to come out of the gate with rhythm in a rhythm-based offense after any time off, right? We were pretty terrible on the backside of the All-Star break, and we didn't start the year very well offensively. We've always taken some time to get things ready, and we don't have time. So um, if you're looking at it purely just on, on those levels, I, I feel like Denver, um, considering how Nikola Jokic started the year this year, you could probably make a case that Denver should be a little concerned about how this is going to go um, unless he comes back in surprisingly good shape. Um, over on the East, you know, does Victor Oladipo get more healthy in this time off? He hadn't really integrated and kind of screwed them up a little bit. Is Indiana better? Um, and that's probably, I think Toronto has begun to get healthy. So, um, you know, Milwaukee was way better than everyone else, and they got a restart. That's got to be a disadvantage to them. I'm looking at it maybe from a long term rather than this summer or fall as far as decisions being made because most ball clubs they have decisions that they have to make every summer every year it's a constant state of evaluation you know do you offer this guy another contract do you need to shore up this particular position specifically to the jazz uh with this uh truncated season however it uh, comes to pass i'm wondering if they could be in it at an advantage because as far as going into the following season because most of their guys are under contract for next year whenever that form is so they don't have to make any big decisions in the immediacy they'll have more time more time to analyze before they have to make the bigger decisions a year from now i think you're right um you know jordan clarkson would be the big free agent uh, this is not going to be an advantageous market for free agents. I don't know how bad it's going to be. We don't know because if they don't play and you take a billion-dollar loss, then the cap, and they don't smooth the cap, then it drops like 35%, and that gets pretty crazy. Um, so I you know, I think they're going to try to avoid that scenario, uh, one, by playing, or two, by smoothing. So assuming Jordan Clarkson returns, you actually probably have a very similar team to what you bring back, and Tony Bradley continues to develop, and so that position gets better, and and – I think everyone settles into their roles. So, yeah, I do think the Jazz would have a level of continuity coming on the on the backside of this that maybe some other teams would. I think you'll see a lot of teams punt um, and just decide that they don't have enough data or that they don't have an opportunity to really change the team up in the offseason if this happens. I, I'd be surprised. I, it was supposed to be an offseason of limited player movement. I think this will be even less. I think the other question is, when I was in Boston, I sat down with someone, so again, that same week before the league shut down, and we sat down and went through the 11 coaches that we anticipated could get fired. Um, so 33% of the coaches in the league we thought would turn over. One of them did shortly thereafter in Kenny Atkinson. Now, what happens to the other, like, you know, nine? Like, Jim Boylan's pretty obvious. There's a new GM. He's dead man walking in Chicago. But all the others that were kind of on the edge or there were little things going on, like is there going to be like a logical, appropriate time by which you release a coach? And then if if we're still under some sort of restrictions and you can't put your coaching staffs together for meetings and things of that nature, are you and you're not having summer league, are you just deciding to roll with your coach that you currently have and make your change later? I think that's going to be a really interesting question. 
How about just the fact that there's going to be less money to pay guys off with, and so any coach who's on the bubble ends up getting the benefit of the doubt because I think point. we just saw that happen in college basketball. There was way less turnover, and and there's maybe a political element because you're dealing with a lot of state universities, so it doesn't look good to be buying somebody out, but also the boosters who are doing the buying out they just lost money in the market or they're losing money in their businesses. They don't, they don't want to write a check to buy a coach out. And owners who are, I mean, just just look at our local franchise here. You own movie theaters and they're closed. You own car dealerships. And obviously people aren't buying cars or anything. You're close to the same rate. So, I, I, I mean, I'm buying PK, one today. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, I'm not saying no one's buying a car, but they're not buying cars at the same rate. And I just think just, PK always says, follow the money. Well, NBA teams and all pro sports, I would say the same thing with baseball and football. If there's a coaching change and it's an if call, the owner's probably taking a hit and probably says, mm, I don't want to pay somebody off. Let's go one more year and see. Well, here's the interesting one I, I don't think I haven't heard enough about or haven't heard about. So you have Larry Ellison, who the league has denied a bunch of times, who's in um, San Francisco, uh, who's been trying to buy an NBA team. You have Chris Hansen in Seattle, who's been trying to buy a team. Are they just, and I don't know what's happened to them financially, right? So I don't know. Like, I mean, Larry Ellison has so much money, nothing could happen to him financially. And Chris Hansen, I don't know what's happened to him. Um, he does have some other money in there, T-Mobile and some other money in there that's pretty good. Um, but, like, are they just vultures right now? Like, are there is one of 30 NBA teams going to end up moving because of this? A two of 30? is You know, I mean, I think that's an interesting question. I mean, there was a firestorm yesterday because a minority owner of the Spurs sold out, and everyone started freaking out. Um, it meant something more. I don't think it did, but it, it did kind of tip off the concept that you're alluding to there, that there could just be complete, you know, there's an upheaval taking place. Well, it's interesting that there would be that degree that that would happen. I would be more along the lines of settle, but who knows what the situation is going to be. Would there be some type of league directive if that came to pass where they would say, hey, let, let's let's do stuff to stabilize, to get through this, and then make decisions after the fact? You know, I really, I, 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 you're out of my league. I don't have any idea. What you're saying is completely logical and seems what the purpose of having a league is and and what you do to be supportive to those franchises. I think that's, um, I think what you're expressing is, I don't know the mechanisms inside the league of whether they, what, what they have at their disposal to do that. I mean, they've extended their line of credit a great, a huge amount, I think, uh, when this first hit, which is their first act. And I don't know what else they have for mechanisms. That's, I don't know that. Well, David, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for looking forward, and uh, we all hope you're right about the way things uh, resume and get rolling. Thanks a lot for uh, coming on. You can evaluate whether I usually am or not. David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz. He is presented by the Murdoch Auto Group right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.